Hi, I'm Brandy Rowe, and I'm super passionate about helping women embody their inner and outer beauty, which is why I created this podcast, Sinking Beauty, designed to educate and empower you to transform the way you feel and live by tuning into the rhythm of your hormonal cycle. Over the next eight episodes, I'll guide you through each phase of your cycle and teach you how to cycle sync to unlock your body's hidden wisdom, allowing you to take better care of yourself, create work you love, and express yourself with more ease and confidence. Now, if you're anything like me, you've been on a lifelong journey to figure out how to feel confident and connected to your body. And after four years of working with my cycle, I know without a doubt, cyclical living is the piece we've been missing. So get cozy and listen in as I share this sacred map to embody our beauty from the inside out. Hello, welcome back to Sinking Beauty. I'm your host, Brandy Rowe, and today is episode eight, which is our final episode. And I'm going to cover the last phase of the cycle, which is the luteal phase. I'm finding it hard to believe that we're already here at the end of the podcast, but I had to chuckle because in true, you are right on time fashion. We're ending this podcast today and wrapping things up, which is the heart of the luteal phase. And if that wasn't enough, I'm also in the luteal phase of my cycle at the time of this recording. So how's that for synchronicity? But before we get started, I want to remind you that I am not a medical professional. So I have studied this for four years. I know a lot about it, but I'm not a doctor. So If anything we talk about, if you're having symptoms related to your cycle, please seek out a medical professional. This is not medical advice. What I'm really wanting to talk about in this podcast are the energetics that are present when we are going through each phase of our cycle and then how we can lean into that energy in our life. So before I get carried away, let's get started. The air is crisp and the buzz of summer fades as hues of burnt orange, red, and yellow adorn the trees. There's a shift happening as life begins to release and surrender, allowing the blossoms of summer to be harvested for autumn. This is the energy of the luteal phase. All right, some quick facts. The luteal phase has the same energetic signature as fall or autumn and the waning moon. The focus of this phase is completion and culmination. This is your time to put your head down and get stuff done. Now it's the longest of all the phases lasting 10 to 14 days. And you might wonder why is this portion the longest? And to put it simply, it takes longer to finish something than it does to start. So this phase can actually be broken into two parts and we'll cover more of that in a minute. But for now, let's talk about what is going on with your hormones during this phase. Okay, so estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone reach their peak concentrations during this phase. And then they begin to fall to their lowest levels right before you begin bleeding again. This week, your brain chemistry is optimized for detail-oriented tasks and bringing projects to completion. PMS is common but not a normal part of this phase and results from too much estrogen in relation to progesterone production. So during the first five days of the luteal phase, you will have elevated estrogen and testosterone levels and then progesterone will enter the picture. 
You'll still have a good bit of energy, but not as much for high impact activities. So how does all this translate into your self-care? So when it comes to movement and workouts, the first half of the luteal phase, you want to use your energy to maximize lean muscle gains by focusing on any kind of strength training. And this could be anything from lifting weights to intense yoga. When you hit the second half of the luteal phase, all three of your reproductive hormones begin to diminish in concentration, shifting you out of muscle building mode. So to align with the second half of this phase, switch to workouts that focus on flexibility, like Pilates, bar, walking, and gentle yoga. All right, next up is food. So during this phase, your metabolism naturally speeds up. So your body needs more calories. Slow burning, complex carbs and beans will provide the calories you need while also stabilizing your blood sugar. Put an emphasis on foods rich in B vitamins to stave off sugar cravings and boost your calcium and magnesium with leafy greens, which will also help reduce fluid retention. You can add in roasted or baked veggies to help your liver and large intestine flush out estrogen more effectively so you can avoid any PMS symptoms. Some foods that are great for this phase are brown rice, sweet potatoes, collards, mustard greens, watercress, chickpeas, apples, and walnuts. All right, and next in our self-care is skincare, taking care of our skin. So this phase is probably the one where you have the most going on. It's a great time to add in a detox mask to your skincare routine. Due to the drop in estrogen and the production of progesterone starting, oil production increases and can feed on any existing bacteria, which increases the chance for breakouts. So clay and charcoal masks are great for detoxification. My favorites are the Aztec Bentonite Clay Mask, which is really inexpensive and can be found anywhere from Whole Foods to Amazon to Target. You mix equal parts clay and water or apple cider vinegar, mix them together and apply to the skin as a mask until it's dry. And this will do a really deep pore cleanse. You want to rinse it with warm water using a washcloth. And my only disclaimer with this mask is that if you have sensitive skin, you may want to do a patch test first. It can cause temporary redness to the skin which usually subsides in 15 to 30 minutes after it's been rinsed off. My other favorite is Beauty Counter's Charcoal Mask. And so this is a nutrient-rich clay mask with activated charcoal, and it purifies and balances the skin. It absorbs excess oil and draws out impurities. It also has salicylic and lactic acids, which aid in gentle exfoliation and really give you a smooth, polished look with minimized appearance of pores. So I'll put links to both of those masks in the show notes. And rounding out self-care is our relationships. So in this phase, or this first half of the phase, I should say, you have more energy to spend with others. But as you hit that second half, you're going to want to switch your focus to taking care of yourself and beginning to go inward as you move back toward your menstrual phase. You're going to want to speak up for yourself Say what you mean, set firm boundaries. Otherwise, you may notice that you become particularly irritated easily this week. All right, now we're going to switch gears to how our energy shows up in our presence and our self-expression during this phase. All right, so work. 
The focus in this phase is on completion and nurturing. This is your get stuff done phase. Don't procrastinate, get organized. It's time to accomplish the goals and the projects that you planned during the follicular phase. You can feel good about wrapping things up, attend to your home, your finances, and any administrative work. Do your deep work and celebrate how powerful you are. Some of these work tasks might include organizing your desk, office, or paperwork, reviewing documents, contracts, financial reports. could be a good time to order supplies, wrap up any outstanding projects, or help your team meet deadlines. Now, if you're working on any creative projects, this is the time also to wrap them up and put on any finishing touches. This is great for editing and reviewing what you've created so far, as well as doing any organizing and formatting. This is the phase for zeroing in on the small nitpicky details of your project. It's not the time, though, to get lost or stuck in the minutia. It's time to bring the project home and to wrap it up. It's the culmination phase. Not time to scratch what you've got and go back and reinvent the wheel. Trust that you know how to finish well and allow your biology to support your creative intuition this week. All right. And lastly, in our presence and how that translates into our physicality, our physical beauty. In this first part of the phase, you'll have the energy to still put yourself out there and meet with people. And if you do, go for it. You can let your presence reflect that in the fashion, accessories, and makeup you choose. But as you round the corner into the second half of the luteal phase, you'll feel a shift to slow down, get cozy, and go inward to focus and to wrap things up. You may see a desire to wear more comfortable clothes and muted colors, a representation of the shift from a summer and ovulatory energy to autumn and luteal energy. There is no right answer here other than to tune in and to listen to what your body is saying and then act accordingly. All right. So with that, we have wrapped up the last phase of the cycle, the luteal phase. But before we finish this episode, I have a few things that I want to share with you as this journey of sinking beauty comes to a close. So first, I went to see the new Barbie movie last night and I thought it was so, so good. It was hilarious and sad and heartfelt. I laughed a ton and I even cried a couple times too. And there's a monologue towards the end of the movie delivered by America Ferreira, who plays the character Gloria. And I felt it perfectly encapsulates what it feels like to be a woman today with impossible standards and contradictory requirements. Now, I'll never be able to do this monologue justice, but I do feel compelled to share her words. So if you plan on seeing this movie and don't want to hear it here first, just skip ahead. This isn't giving away anything plot-wise, but I just wanted to warn you just the same. So this monologue is Gloria, played by America Ferreira, talking to Barbie, played by Margot Robbie, as well as other Barbies in the room. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart. And it kills me that you don't think that you're good enough. Like we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say that you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. 
You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or even says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single woman tie herself in knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. These words feel like a realization we've likely all come to at some point in our lives. We can't win when we play by the rules, the ever-changing fickle rules and standards. And to borrow a phrase from my mother, that would be a fool's errand. And I'm tired of being that fool. And by the claps and cheers that rang out after America delivered that monologue in the theater, it seems like other women are tired too. And that's why discovering cyclical living has been so pivotal for me. It's given me a path out of trying to live up to a standard that is counter to my female design. It shifted my focus away from solely how I'm being perceived to a focus on what I'm feeling and thinking. And asking myself, what do I need and what do I want? How do I want to show up and express myself? For me, cyclical living has been my biggest embodiment teacher because it gave me a way to witness her and experience her in a completely new way. To find love and reverence and wonder where I previously found disdain, sadness, hopelessness, anger, and apathy. Our female bodies are miraculous and beautiful in all ways. And I hope this podcast has given you a glimpse into the magic that is you and that it will empower you to create a life of ease, spaciousness, and flow by working with your design. You hold the mystery of the creation cycle within your body. Allow it to guide you and be your teacher. Give yourself grace and time to discover your unique rhythm. Get used to asking for help and support early and often, as Kate Northrup says. It truly does take a village. And from my own personal experience, I know that community is where we heal, grow, and thrive, which is why I want to create space for that to happen. So you're actually the first to hear about the rebrand of my beauty business. So for years, uh, 15 in fact, I've been a professional makeup artist and I've been helping people express their outer beauty. But I've also had this desire to take all of the embodiment and self-development work I've done to help women connect to their bodies and beauty in a new way. And after studying for four years and practicing cyclical living, it all clicked. So my current business, which is called Revelé Beauty, is becoming Posey Row, Beauty for Body and Soul. In addition to makeup artistry and lessons, I'll be offering one-on-one 
Thinking Beauty sessions to help you learn how to incorporate cyclical living into your lifestyle. I'll also be offering a membership community called the Soulful Beauty Circle, where we come together to learn and grow in the embodiment of our beauty through the lens of cyclical living. Now, this has been a long time coming, and I'm so excited to begin the next part of this journey with you. If any of what I've shared about this sounds interesting to you, I would invite you to join me by heading over to cozyrow.com, which is P-O-E-S-Y-R-O-E.com, and signing up for the wait list. I am aiming for a first workshop in late August. I'll also put a link to this in the show notes. All right. Well, I can't believe it, but we have reached the end of the Sinking Beauty podcast series. (laughs) And I'm actually a little teary. (laughs) I'm so, so thankful for your support and your openness to explore this topic with me. And I hope that wherever life takes you, you will allow the exquisite intelligence of your body to lead the way. Remember, the definition of beauty is not solely in our outer appearance, but in the alignment of our body and soul, and that expressing itself in our physical form. That is the soulful beauty path, the language of who you are, combined with the rhythm of your body that creates the unique poetry that is you. And that is the wor- what the world needs, the authentic you. So thank you for coming along with me on this journey. This podcast will continue to live on online. So please continue to share it with anyone you know who needs this information. And if you haven't yet rated and reviewed on Apple or Spotify, I would appreciate if you took a moment to do so. I hope to see you all over at Posey Row for our Soulful Beauty Circle workshops and events. And now I will close this final show with one of my favorite quotes of all time by Joseph Campbell, who said, the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. Remember, no matter what season of life you're in, you are right on time. Be kind to yourself today, and I hope to see you soon.